What's good, everybody? My name is Caleb. My name is Vante. We co-host the Don't Let It Consume You podcast. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us talk about various topics covering whatever it is that may be on our mind. We continue to be true to being a non-definitive experience as we continue to cover lots of ground. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, and also follow us on social media platforms at DLICY Podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Don't Let Consume Me podcast. And man, we got some things to get into today. Yes, we do. We are very big music fans. I think a lot of people have picked up picked up on that since the beginning of the show. And something we pay attention very closely to is the annual Grammy ceremony, award show, whatever you want to call it. And we know a lot of people have their problems with the Grammys, but this year, the Grammys, I don't know, man. I think they kind of, uh, let's, let's, let's cut the BS. The the Grammys ain't shit this year. Yeah. The Grammys, they, they haven't been anything for like the, haven't been anything for probably like the last couple years, at least. They made some pretty questionable choices this year. Not really sure why. Well, I will get into it later in the episode, but before we get into this episode, man, how was Thanksgiving for you, bro? I haven't seen you since uh, we recorded last time. Uh, you know, uh, we we're hopping on on Zoom as usual. So, how was Thanksgiving, bro? Like, how uh, how was the feast? Man, you already know what it was. Mom whipped up a fantastic feast, like always. Um, I thought I was going to actually help out more and participate more, but nah, she handled most of the grind. Uh, like always, uh, she did fix her chitlins. As I told you, she was likely to sorry do. to hear that. It, it they were <laughs> they were all right. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like grandma used to fix them, but uh, but they were all right. Um, good fees. We didn't have that much, and surprisingly, she actually cooked uh, turkey this year. She didn't do ham. She's doing ham on Christmas. That's what she did. Yeah. So it was it was it was good. There you go, bro. Let's look at you. Like, we started off this episode with something positive from you compared to the last episode. It was very negative. Let's see oh, no. Got- I mean, I'm Asia changed. Like, I, I'm still mad as hell. I'm upset. But we got something positive from you at least. We get nothing positive from you last time. So I feel like that's, well, a, that's, that's an improvement. That's Thanksgiving. That, that doesn't count. But anyway, how yeah. was yours? Mine was not too bad. Um, Got to see my parents, you know, I had a pretty decent dinner. My mom did a really good job of uh, fixing Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, We didn't have too many people over, you know, because of COVID, which sucked because even though I'm very much an introvert, I still enjoy being around my family. And we didn't really get to do that this year. So hopefully next year we are able to do that again. But this year was super chill, wasn't really stressful. Football was pretty bad we did not get any good games nfl pushed back the steelers and ravens twice was supposed to be on thursday they pushed it back to tuesday and then they pushed it back again to wednesday now so hopefully the nfl can get this covid outbreak stuff together i don't know how that's going to work out but hopefully we can finish the season hopefully the colts will finish the season with the super bowl but after this this past sunday's performance I'm not so sure of it anymore, but it's all right. We'll get back on track 
this Sunday. I'm guaranteeing a win right now. Oh, so against who? Texans. Okay. I'm guaranteeing I'm a win you. right I'm now. Hold you. I'm gonna hold you to that. Guarantee right, win. Guarantee. Say less, bro. Didn't you guarantee the last one? I didn't. And we had a bunch of players on the COVID reserve list. A bunch of our starters didn't play because of COVID. So damn near everybody's getting on the COVID reserve list. I know. So sorry. We'll bounce back. Anyway, let's get into this episode, man. Can I ask you a question? What's good? Could you imagine dropping practically the greatest like single of like 2020? And not getting nominated for a single Grammy for it. I can't imagine. You that. imagine I can't also imagine, I can also not imagine dropping the best album of the year and not getting any Grammy nominations either. Could you imagine just being the best artist of a of a year and not getting nominated for a single Grammy? Like uh, just just one, not even for song of the year, not even for album of the year, not even for best artist nothing just absolutely all right go ahead <laughs> i can never imagine that bro and that's so frustrating because we know that this year has been full of great music and i said before that this year has been full of really good music but i've also yes, kind of taken as much as a shit year yes it's been phenomenal for music and as much as i have been so cool with this year and all the music that has dropped. I've kind of sat back, back and done some reflection and realized there are a lot of projects that I listened to just once and never went back to. You know what I'm saying? Same here. Same. There are a few albums this year that I still go to regularly. Like I Same still here. visit uh, After Hours. I still visit um, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. I still visit Sawayama. I still visit a few projects. There are probably like 10 different projects that I visit regularly that came out this year. But aside from that, there are a lot of good projects that I thought were really good that came out this year, but I just don't revisit them. Uh, same here. Uh, like we said, it's been a phenomenal year for music, as shitty as this year it's been. But um, just like you, I revisit albums like The Weeknd, uh pop smoke albums uh the tremendous uh road that the tremendous grind that little baby has been on like damn um there's been a lot of like just and with new artists it hasn't like really been like it's kind of been like with like veteran like artists like there's been like a couple new artists but it's usually like people that we were like expecting to drop and then they drop and it's like good projects and stuff like that yeah. so i'm like really satisfied with this year um regarding music but then we get to we get to a point where we're like okay there's been so much good music there's been so much so many good artists then we get to the award shows and of course the grammys being the most prestigious music award show me and you we've had multiple discussions on what's going to be nominated for it like and we there was not one point me and you thought that the weekend would not be on a grammy ballot that like it, and it's so bizarre because it's like it's literally like mind-bending like See, we thought for sure that 
it was going to be nominated for album of the year. A shoe in. You see how these committees work, bro. We don't know who is on these committees. We don't know who's listening to these albums. And sometimes pe- people have certain agendas against other people. And honestly, I think that's what happened to the weekend because we know, or I don't know if you saw, but the weekend had an opportunity to perform at the Grammys and the Super Bowl. And it was a couple of weeks ago that came out that the weekend said he was performing at the Super Bowl this February. Exactly. And the Grammys and the Super Bowl are super close together. I think they're only like a couple of weeks or a week away from each other. I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. And the Grammys basically gave him an ultimatum. They were like, you either perform here in just here or we don't want you at all and i feel like they obviously didn't come out and say that they didn't nominate him for a grammy because he chose the super bowl but that's probably why that's messed up that but how how my thing is how are we letting things like that slide in this era see the obviously consumer, us, we're the consumer we can't do anything about it that's the thing even our backlash there was so much backlash after we found out that the weekend didn't get nominated for anything, then they still didn't change it. So, and the, yeah, there's they still haven't changed it. The thing is, I think that they probably won't change it because there are people that got nominated that deserve it. I'll, I'll say right. that, correct. But where they mess up is if they do change it, they have to take away a nomination for somebody who possibly deserves it too. You know what I'm saying? My thing, so, but my thing specifically about the weekend and let, let, let's clear the air yeah i'm a i'm a weekend fan like i'm a, I'm a huge weekend fan like i admire this man's projects and i've talked about him in the highest of regards and i don't really see anything low about him but um my thing is it's not even a sub my thing was it's not a subjective thing it's not a subjective thing objectively you ask people you ask people what is what was the best albums to come out this year after hours is in their top three, regardless. What they can put whatever, whoever else after hours was always in the top three. You ask them what the best hits this year was, blinding lights, always in the top three. Up like it's not even a subjective thing at this point. It's objectively, I don't think the world thought that he was not gonna be. On a single ballad, like even Drake said that he thought he was like a shoe in for like song of the year. Blinding like Lights. The weekend posted actually today that Blinding Lights has spent a full year on the Hot 100. It rates top ten for a record expanding forty for like forty one weeks, or extending 40, 40 first weeks. Like yeah. I, I'm, it, it doesn't make sense to me like how it's clear that they had an agenda against the weekend because of his choice to perform at the super bowl this year that's what i think that's why i think he didn't get nominated because the music spoke for itself he dropped one of the best albums not only of the year but really of the last like 10 years or so and you don't get nominated for a grammy at all i think personally i think that the weekend getting snubbed out of zero Grammys this year is worse than when Macklemore beat Kendrick for rap album of the year. Absolutely. 100%. Because, because at, least, at least Kendrick yeah, had a chance. He to was win. on the ballot. At, at least, least he was like on the Kendrick ballot. was on the ballot. Weekend doesn't even make the ballot. So yeah. At least I, Kendrick I was on the ballot. And this is coming from a Kendrick fan. At least he was on the ballot to win. <laughs> but the weekend getting snubbed 
out of every category he could have possibly been after dropping one of the best albums of the year, and not only one of the best albums of the year, but one of the best albums of the last 10 years, is something I've never seen before in this industry. I, I haven't seen it either. I remember when you told me I was I was heading into work and you texted me that and I thought you were joking. I legitimately thought you were joking, but something told me to go look. And I and when I went to do the research, yeah, I saw all the headlines. Weekend snubbed, ba- little baby doesn't get recognition. I it doesn't I it doesn't make sense to me. So like going off the weekend, like Little baby, who's honestly had the biggest wave of 2020. Okay, so here's my thing about little baby. I agree, little baby has had a hell of a year. Like little baby has really not missed at all this year. But when it comes to best rap album, I can see why people are upset that he didn't get nominated. But I can also see why he did not get nominated. From a numbers perspective, because his album has gone like double platinum at this point uh he has been on the charts for however many ever weeks he's done really good numbers my turn did really good numbers but it was not a cohesive rap album my turn was really more so a great compilation of good little baby songs rather than a cohesive album and that's why i think it didn't get nominated i don't know i feel like i feel like we have to my thing about the Grammys is Grammys has been missing with like a lot of these uh, for, like I said, for years now. And it, like, I remember when Drake said, mentioned the weekend thing, he was like, we need to rec- create like a new, but he basically said we need to create a new award show because the Grammys is just corrupt and they just are not recognizing like, artists that deserve to be like act on the actual Grammy ballot going back to that point now first first of all I don't necessarily agree with that I just think we need to find out what is wrong with the Grammys because obviously there's obviously there's problems I feel like we should as the public I feel like we deserve the knowledge to know who's on these boards they say that it's like artists who are these artists it's it's people that it's no music uh, who are these people that know music like uh, one time i heard that uh gunna was on the grammy committee i don't know how true that was but i heard, <laughs> <laughs> heard gunna was on a grammy committee <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but like shout out to gunna though shout out shout out to gunna one was one of my favorite albums of this year bro i still listen to one all the time bro oh my goodness but um but yeah, like I feel like we as the public deserve this knowledge, like because obviously we hold the Grammys in high regards. Like if it wasn't for us, like how like would the Grammys be that prestigious? If it wasn't for like the fans who like actually care about it. So that brings me to ask you: Is it partially our fault that we're so disappointed because we hold the Grammys in such high regards? Do they matter as much as they think? It kind of originates from just, you know, the Grammys going back to like the like previous Grammy days where it actually meant something to win a Grammy. Because people, even on like songs and records, people are like, yeah, I, I do all this stuff to one day win a Grammy. Um, I feel like the Grammy has just always been the bar. Um, 
how do I think it got there? I kind of feel like the fans brought it there. Um, and just we've always just kind of held it as like the pinnacle of like, you know, music. Like if you win a Grammy, then you solidified. Even if you nominated for a Grammy, you're solidified. But my thing so, is you can be a great artist and never win a Grammy. There are plenty of so many that's great. Absolutely sure. There are so many great artists that never won a Grammy and people will hold that against them. Travis Scott has zero Grammys. Jimi Hendrix has zero Grammys. Tupac has zero Grammys, I'm pretty sure. So mm-hmm. I feel like, like, I don't even think uh, Bob Marley has a Grammy, bro. Queen, one of the most popular rock bands of all time, doesn't have any Grammys. So I don't think that we should hold it against them when an artist doesn't have a Grammy. But, and I also don't think we should hold it so much to a standard that if an artist does one day get a Grammy that they're just solidified as one of the greatest ever, because there are trash artists that also win Grammys, not to any fault of their own, but there are like subpar artists that have won Grammys before that didn't deserve them. I see that point. I, and I agree with you there. There are a lot of um, talented artists that have never uh, even received the nomination for a Grammy. Um, So, so would you say that the Grammys is just basically like any award show? I won't say that, you know, not trying to go against what I just said. I do think that the Grammys are a very prestigious award. And I think that it should be celebrated when an artist does win one. But until the committee can get certain things right, whether it comes to picking nominees or picking who wins these Grammys, I don't think we should hold it in such high regards as we used to. And I think it will always boil down to the point because there's always going to be people that's dissatisfied with the list regardless of whether like you like the artist or not. Right, but this um, year was different yeah, this, no, this year was any other year. I've totally seen. ass. Yeah, no, I no, I understand. Because <laughs> like, I was excited when Billy won all her Grammys. Like, when Same, I, I, was, I was happy for her because I think I, I thought she deserved it. Exactly, I did too. So, like, I was ecstatic, but then you come to, like, the next go-round, and you're like, what is, what is all this? So, no, like, I, I agree with you. Like, the Grammys has just been – and it's not even, like, a hit-or-miss thing. It just seems like – like you said, it feels like there's an agenda with the Grammys, and it feels like there's a lot of strings that are being pulled in the background that we, the public, do not know about. And I feel like that that needs to one stop. And two, if the Grammys does want to be the most prestigious award show uh, for music, they need to get I it feel right. like they, they need, need to, to get, get it, it right. right. They need to want. And obviously the Grammys knows that we like the public of our public perception. They know that we hold the Grammys in high regards. I feel like they owe us an explanation like i said going back to who's on these boards who are these artists voting for it because like if 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 it's like they claim artists are voting for this who are these artists that didn't exactly recommend we, don't, we don't know the, who exactly artists, that's why that's why i'm like i don't think there's a single artist that didn't think that the weekend didn't deserve a grammy nomination for like a single thing exactly. so there has to be some collusion like there has to be like something against them. See, and my thing is the Grammys overall this year didn't do a great job of nominating 
uh, their categories in their in terms of nominees, but I think they did okay in certain categories. You know, like progressive R and B album. I thought they did a pretty good job. The I know off the top of my head, I know they nominated Cholombo. I know they uh, nominated It Is What It Is by Thundercat. Uh, the Chloe and Halley album, the Free Nationals album. Those are all albums that I really enjoyed. So they got those right. I think that here here's my thing. I want to go into the miscategorization of certain artists for a quick second. Nothing too crazy. For whatever reason, black people cannot make a pop album and get nominated for a pop category. They always, if a black person is on an album singing their heart out, it'll always get put in the R&B, no matter what it is. So you think Igor, they just... Look, 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 let me hear the out. Last year, Tyler Creator won Best Rap Album for Igor. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would consider Igor a rap album. It's I would not consider Igor a rap album. Igor definitely lent itself more to the pop side of things. When you listen to Earthquake, do you think of that as a rap song? Doesn't it actually, wasn't like the chart numbers for it, wasn't it like less than 50% like he was like even like rapping like on the album? <laughs> He rapped or something on it. Like, that. like that's the thing. Like, like, I, I know he rapped on it, but like I'm pretty sure for like he didn't really like I, I would like I wouldn't consider that like at all like a rap album. Because when I, you de- I definitely to, don't think of rap when I hear because you make my earthquake. Exactly. When you listen to Earthquake, when you listen to uh Are We Still Friends? Do you when you listen to Gone Gone, he's not even rapping on those songs. Most of these songs, a lot of the songs have rapping on them, but they're not rap songs. Tyler himself even called it a pop album very clearly. So I don't know why they just threw him in the rap category. Maybe it's because he's always been a rapper up until just just a rapper up until Igor. Right. Or what? But at some point, sometimes like I just think, are these people on the committee even listening to these albums? I don't think they do, honestly. I feel like they saw Igor and was like, oh, Tyler, the creator, he's a pretty popular rapper. He put out an album this year that a lot of people liked and got pretty good reviews on it. Let's just put him in the rap category. That's how I think that thought process went. Because another thing, going back to like what I was saying, like, I don't know even how many people are on these boards. I don't even know how they like choose these like nominees. I feel like. And I, and I don't know this for a fact. I feel like some of it do, probably is pushed by labels and stuff like that. And, of course, I know that labels obviously nominate their, like, own artists and stuff like that. But there has to be, like, more behind the scenes. And obviously that we don't know in regards to, like, certain nominations, who gets nominated for what and stuff like that. Um, no, this is no offense to, of course, Miss uh, Taylor Swift, but... Taylor Swift, no matter, Taylor Swift can drop like one two minute song probably in the whole year and probably still get nominated <laughs> for a song of the year or something. Yeah. Uh, it, you just like, you see your usual big artists like always on it. I'm going to be honest with you. And of course, I'm not trying to anger any Beyonce fans out there, but um, oh boy. My thing is, and I and I know I've told you this. Um, if Beyonce was not on the Grammys list, 
I feel like people would be throwing riots. People would be throwing riots right now. If it was Beyonce and not The Weeknd, people would be throwing riots. We'd be marching in the street. (laughs) We'd be with the picket signs and fire torches. It, It would be hell to pay for the Grammys. And they would absolutely change it. Yeah, like I and I don't even know if they would change it for even Beyonce. Honestly, the weekend is obviously not know. as big as Beyonce. I would say, but it's Beyonce. I would consider the week I would consider the weekend a probably top 10 most popular artist in the world. Yeah, but Beyonce's Beyonce is my point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you just gotta leave it at that. Beyonce's Beyonce. See, uh, and, I'm then, be, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't even know what like the black parade is. I I I kinda yeah, I don't know what that is. See, Black Parade, it was on the Lion King album. That's what that I dropped, thought that dropped last like, year. I'm like, okay, they was kind of reaching. <laughs> See, and then kind of just going back to my how the Grammys D or miscategorizes black artists. Black artists can never just make a pop album and people consider it pop. After Hours is a pop album, bro. The Weeknd has not made an R&B album, I would argue, since Kissland. But he always gets put in the R&B category. I don't know if it's because of the R&B elements to the album, but anybody with ears can listen to After Hours and know that it's a pop album. Yes, it has a lot of R&B elements to it. Yes, Starboy has a lot of R&B elements to it. Yes, Beauty Behind the Madness has a lot of R&B elements to it. But overall, those are pop projects. So I don't know how he I don't know how he keeps ending up in these R&B categories when that's not what he's making. I feel like they will take an artist and just define them as one category and then you're just stuck with that. Yeah, I I feel like people just stick you with like a certain notion like you are an art R&B artist if even if you rap on like a couple songs you will still always be an R&B artist you will not be like a rapper or all this and that and I feel like they don't look at that I feel like they're like okay Doja Cat um I heard that song yeah R&B does she rap yeah cool she's still an R&B artist like I feel like that's how they think they just put you in this box they put all these artists in this box they just say okay R&B artist rapper pop pop artist and then that's it Yes, Doja Cat, like, I would honestly consider her last album, I haven't heard it in full, but I've heard, like, the big singles from it. Those were lent itself more to pop and funk. Obviously, there was rapping on some of them, but they lend themselves more to pop and funk. But they put her in the R&B category at the AMAs, and there are probably other, I'm not sure who got nominated with her at the AMAs in that category, but there are probably other artists who deserve to win that award who actually make that music and whose year or so made that specific music and they lost to somebody who doesn't make that music. So if I'm an artist nominated for something like that and somebody who doesn't make the music that I'm nominated for get wins that award, I'm gonna be upset. Absolutely. I would be upset too. But like imagine imagine if I'm nominated for best progressive r&b album and somebody comes in with the most pop album of all time and they win the category i'm gonna be mad bro i mean as an artist yeah i i feel like we would be mad but i 
like I said, I feel like that's the way that they do things. Is it right? No, it's not right. They should look at a person collectively and be like, okay, this person does have uh, R&B elements on their tracks, but for the most part, it is pop. And just, I feel like pop and R&B are like, I don't feel like they like intertwine each other, but I feel like since like they kind of go, since you can kind of have some songs sound popish and then some songs sound R&B, I feel like they'll just be like, all right, well, we're going to flip a coin and this is either going to be pop or it's going to be R&B. And usually it hit, it lands on R&B. So. See, I'm looking at the best pop solo performances for this year's nominations. So Yummy by Justin Bieber got nominated somehow. It's just not a great yeah, song. Yeah, even the, yeah, it was literally one of his worst songs, and it got nominated. Like I said, some people like Justin Bieber. See, I'm a person who could admit that Bieber has bangers, bro. Oh, Justin oh yeah, Bieber has great. Oh yeah, songs. absolutely, absolutely. Especially some of like his R and B shit, but Yummy is not in there, bro. No, no, it's not. See, Say So by Doja Cat. I get that. That's a pop song, right? Right. Everything I Wanted by Billy, pop. Don't start now by Dua Lipa pop. Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles pop, and then Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Th- those are all pop songs. That's fine. They didn't just throw anybody in there just for the hell of it, just because they're like they look a certain way, or just because they make a certain type of music. Usually, they nominated all pop songs, right? But then you have other years where they'll put somebody like somebody who never makes a pop song in their entire life in the category and then they end up winning so i'm gonna just be like bro i made one of the best pop songs of the year how are you gonna pick them over me you feel me like (laughs) i yeah it it's truly amazing what they do with just like like i said putting these artists in boxes and just how they perceive certain tracks and like i said i feel like they don't I don't even feel like they kind of listen to like a whole a whole album collectively. I feel like they just listen to like the biggest hits and then they kind of just base it off the biggest hits and stuff like that. So to be honest, that's how a lot of people listen to music though, honestly. A lot of people won't consume an entire body of work. They'll usually just which is a shame. Base it off of and I don't even think there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but to judge an entire album just based off of its biggest songs is crazy to me. And I know a lot of people don't have the attention span to sit through like an hour, an hour and a long half album, but that's something I really enjoy doing. And I've been doing it for years at this point. So I don't know how people can just ignore a lot of the deep cuts on some of these great albums and just look at the pop songs. And sometimes there are instances where the pop song or the, not the pop songs, but the best songs on the album are the biggest hits that happens. Right. But just to ignore the deep cuts on certain albums and judging the album as a whole without listening to those is kind of weird to me. Absolutely. I I really can't. I don't really even do singles much. Like, I, of course, I'll, I'll listen to singles, but I won't base an album on what it's going to be just kind of like based off the singles because I'm a person that actually enjoys deep cuts in albums. Uh, I'm a person that my favorite track won't be like you it will nine times out of ten my favorite track will not be one of the singles that like came out and so like i usually look for those deep cuts those songs that hit more than uh the singles that they put out do 
and I just don't understand how people can't don't have this attention span to just like sit down listen to a full project and be like man that was an experience right but was there anything that like you you mentioned the pop stuff was that the only thing that you were actually satisfied with the Grammys this year honestly I wasn't upset with record of the year aside from the fact that blinding lights didn't get nominated they did a pretty decent job with that what was it what's the category best r&b album yeah i'm not entirely sure what the difference between progressive r&b is and r&b is as a whole i i don't know that either i don't know why i feel like they just playing with emotions i don't know why that's two different categories and if somebody wants to educate me on that i love it but my thing is, yeah, she got nominated for Best Progressive R&B Album, but I would consider Chilomba one of the best R&B albums of this year as a whole. Absolutely. So I don't know why it didn't get nominated for that, but album of the, I'm happy it's nominated for Album of the Year because I love Janae. I love that album. I don't think it's her best, but I still really liked it. Mm-hmm. And a problem I did have with the nomination was for album of the year at least was Hollywood's bleeding. Oh yeah, I that was I was about to say that because I'm that album wasn't that good. That like genuinely, I'm not even like, saying that, I'm not even saying it was trash. I'm just saying like it wasn't good that? enough to be like, and it certainly was not that good to be an album of the year contender. Because you know they opinion. nominate at least one rap album every year for album of the year, or right. they try to. And they chose Hollywood's Bleeding. It doesn't make sense. Out of like, every rap album that was released in the past year, they chose Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. Yeah, it, I, I'd listen to it. And I mean, I still listened to a couple of joints off of that, but like, it wasn't that good as a project. If we had time, I could list off 20 rap albums better right now off the top of my head that came out in the last year than Hollywood's Bleeding. There you go. Uh, I, I feel like... I don't know what pushed that. Maybe Sunflower because he put the Spider-Man thing on it. I have no... Bro, Sunflower came out like 2018. That's that's what I'm saying. That uh, might have pushed that album to do as well as it did. I'm not sure how the album sales work in that aspect, but Sunflower was a huge hit. But besides that, there's not really... The song Hollywood's Bleeding ain't it's high die for the me only, is die for me is good um the only song i really rock with on that album aside from sunflower is the song with uh travis and ozzy osbourne i can't think of the name of it right now uh what is that song take what you want i, I mm-hmm. like that song but aside from that uh yeah so it also did have wow but wow is uh, didn't that come out in wow sounds like it was pretty old i know he dropped that as a single but uh yeah but i yeah i don't know why post malone's hollywood's bleeding is nominated for that and that's not and i'm not even saying post malone is a but terrible artist he's oh I'm, I'm not either I, post malone is a certified hit maker he has that talent to where like anything he lays down on a track is just damn near number one automatically on the chart fire of course i would but, like on detroit Two wolves with post malone is absolutely fire that's a great song but i just don't think hollywood bleeding is his best effort 
I, I don't either, and I don't think it should be nominated for album of the year. Uh, like I said, of course, we're always going to see Taylor Swift. I, I feel like we will always see Taylor Swift if she like actually does drop. I feel like we will always see her either on record, album, or song of the year. And this year, of course, she got uh, record. And we, my thing is, again, we were debating. Uh, there was an inside joke between me and Caleb. And we were debating on who was going to win album of the year. And I said, I kept saying after hours weekend, after hours weekend. And he was like, nah, you know, it's probably going to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> and that was the inside joke. I feel like she's going to win album of the year. Oh, I, I, of course. He's not even on the ballot. Of course she's going to win this year. See, my thing is, like, of course, we both wanted The weekend to be nominated for Album of the Year. Right. But that didn't happen. So by default, she probably will. Oh, no, I, I, I believe. Taylor Swift damn near got Album of the Year on lock, bro. No, but of course. So, so we can't even debate the folklore versus after hours like we like we have been for like a while now we just going we just going with folklore off the bat so shout out to taylor swift for once again how do you feel about how do you feel about the rap category because i think they i thought they did a pretty good job on best rap performance in terms of nominations like best rap performance hold on let me go to it uh best rap performance we got big sean and nipsey with a deep reverence uh i enjoy that we got Bob. I wouldn't have done Bob. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done Bob either. I, yeah, by the baby. He I'm has surprised they did Bob way over better. Rockstar. That's what I'm saying, but because Rockstar was way bigger, and I'm not even a big fan of the song Rockstar, but Rockstar was a much more popular song than Bob was. Uh, what's poppin' by Jack Harlow? Obviously a banger. Uh, little baby, the bigger picture was she got rap performance i i guess uh then of course you got savage which it's weird that they did savage with because it's the featuring beyonce because didn't she do it without beyonce and then she had beyonce on it yeah there was a version that released with just her on it and then there was the remix with beyonce see beyonce of course like i said always has to somehow be on if she's on anything she has to be in it um, the thing about then, that of course, song is it did, it wouldn't have gotten big without TikTok. That's true. A lot of these so songs. Without yeah. TikTok and the pandemic and quarantine happened and everybody doing their dance to Savage, Beyonce probably never would have been on that song. Yeah, same thing with uh, Rockstar with the baby. Like That was kind of like a TikTok song. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of songs that just blow up just because of TikTok, and it's crazy that we live it's in that generation. The power of TikTok, bro. Power of TikTok, baby. And then, of course, you got uh Dior by uh Rest of Peace, Pot Smoke, Big Woo. Um, Big Woo. Uh, um, I mean, I think they're decent. Um, who do you think is gonna win though? I, I think they'll probably end up giving it to Savage or the bigger picture. Really, rap performance, I think. See, I said Savage or I think they might give it to Harlow. Because my thing is, I feel like since they've gotten so much back backlash on the weekend and everything like that, and their nomination as a whole this year, they're gonna be like, you know what, let's just pick the Black Lives Matter song. Let's just let's let's just pick all, all the black people. 
let's just pick the Black Lives Matter song in the bigger picture and maybe they'll be all right. Yeah, and I like the bigger picture too. It was a good song. It was something different from Lil Baby. And obviously he said he's not going to be rapping like that all the time. Right. That's fine because it's not his style. I'm not looking to hear that from Lil Baby anyway. So, Mm. but the bigger picture is a really good song. Yeah, bigger picture is a good song. Um, No, but I thought, because Jack Harlow's had a pretty good year. I mean, of course, Lil Baby's had a bigger year. Um, I would, like I said, I wouldn't be shocked if they gave it to either uh, Megan or little baby but i don't know i feel like they still gotta piss us off with one thing and i feel like it's probably gonna be what's popping with jack all even though it's not a bad song i just feel like people are gonna feel a certain type of way about him winning over pop smoke megan and little baby dub baby and big sean i'm just trying to get i'm just trying to see the to meg and then they might give best rap song to the baby or not the baby but little baby with the bigger picture because mm. what they might do best melodic rap performance is rockstar laugh now cry later uh lockdown by anderson pack the box and highest in the room i don't know who i because that one is kind of it's kind those of are weird the, yeah I, yeah those are choices. like weird choices I like, I like highest in the room i still listen to highest in the room but i, I still know. do too I don't think it should have been nominated for best melodic rap performance. Even laugh now, oh. cry later. Like that song just came out. Yeah. I know. I feel like Rockstar would just take it just because it, Rockstar was. I know for Rockstar. sure Lockdown isn't winning because I feel like not enough people heard that song. I heard it the yeah. night it came out, but I know a lot of people don't know that song, so it's probably gonna be either Rockstar or the Box. Uh, yeah, I say I say the same thing. Rockstar or the Box. Uh, yeah, I'm a. <laughs> Loki, I feel like Travis deserves it. it. Travis needs his Grammy, but I don't think he should get it off of highest in the room. He should have won. He should have really? been had a Grammy, bro. Travis should have yes, been I agree. No, Grammy. no, I agree. I agree with you there, but like he could highest in the room. Like I said, I we still listen to that. That song is still great because Travis should have been had a Grammy, bro. I won't go as far to say as that it, Astroworld should have won over Daytona. Because at this point in time, I kind of like Daytona a little bit more than Astro World. It changes a lot for me, but Daytona is such a good album, bro. And I love Astro World to death. Travis is one of my favorite artists of all time, but I, Daytona is just special, bro. Damn, Daytona is like goodness gracious. Daytona is crazy, bro. I love Daytona. Uh, then of course there's best rap song, uh, the bigger picture. The box, laugh now, cry later, rockstar and savage, which is basically, basically a combination, a combination of, of <laughs> rap performance and best melodic rap performance. So uh I doubt they'll I choose the say, same twice, the same song twice. If one of that's the- that's what I was about to say. I feel like if they choose, see, here's my thing. I think they're gonna choose Rockstar for best melodic. So I don't think it's gonna get best rap song. I feel like the box would probably get I, I sort of I swear to God, if Laugh Now, Cry Later wins best rap song. I'll just be happy for Lil Durk because... Rest in peace to King Von. I feel like he... uh, That would lift his spirits a little bit. Best rap... uh, If Alfredo doesn't win best rap album, then we got to rap. Yo, yo, Freddie Gibbs, he's, he's so excited. Like, this man literally posts, like, every day about him being nominated for best rap album. Like, I could, I could tell... I could tell that he like like this means something to him, and like we were talking about earlier, like sometimes like they get it right. 
uh i think best rap album is probably like the best that they got it right i'm i was actually shocked to see that uh my boy royce royce the five nine actually got nominated i don't think he's gonna win but like at least my man got a, a nomination some recognition because man royce the five nine underrated but uh of course Nas, king's disease jay electronica oh yeah let's talk about this um See, even I've like never, solo, I've never heard I, any songs I, by uh, because Black Habits by D Smoke is a song or is an album nominated in a rap album. I've never heard a D Smoke song. Uh, speaking of D Smoke, he's also Bro, he's Sir's nominated. brother. Did you know that you know Sir from TDE? I did not know that. That's his brother. I didn't know that either. He's uh, D Smoke, if, if I'm right, is also nominated for best new artist. He is that's crazy, and I, I told you. I, that's crazy. Imagine being nominated for Best New Artist and also getting a nomination for Best Rap Album. That's crazy. I got to I got to listen to that. I haven't heard it. I like I, I haven't heard a uh, D Smoke song either. So, I got to check that out cuz that's because absolutely I never phenomenal. I never watched that show on Netflix where the where Chance and uh Cardi B and TI were the judges. I can't even think of the name of it right now, but he mm-hmm. apparently won that show. And so I guess that's kind of how he got his big break or whatever. But mm. from what I've heard, a lot of people like his music. So shout out to D-Smoke. Mm. Shout out D-Smoke. And then uh, going into country, we got best, we are not, we are not best about country. <laughs> we got best country solo performance. I listened to an uh, entire country album for a girl one time. I don't know if I can do that again, bro. Did you now? What uh, do, do you remember what country album it was? If I can find it, I, I, because it was like a couple of years ago, bro. Because I was talking to her and I was like trying to get her music taste or whatever. And I'll never tell anybody their music taste is trash. That's that would hurt my feelings if somebody told me my music taste is trash. So I'll never tell anybody that. But she was like, here, this is one of my favorite albums. Listen to this. You might like it. And I was like, OK, I'm kind of feeling you. So I'm going to listen to it. So uh, hold on. So you listen. You listen to a country album for a girl. Would so you don't think you could ever marry a girl with like a different music taste than you, even if it was country. Oh, uh, if it was mainly country, then that might be a problem. Dang. But if she listens to like something that's not necessarily the same as me, I think I could be all right because we could share music. I I love sharing music. I love music being shared with me. So maybe if our music taste differ a little bit that's cool but if she's just listening to country all day every day and she doesn't switch it up at all then that's a red flag yeah because um i like to think of myself i listen to everything but country basically um and and that's that's, my thing i think i don't even think country is garbage and i don't i don't either it's yeah, it, me, you know the same here like i don't think it's garbage like actually when i was working like uh, this was like when I was like 18, when I was working for the uh, office that I actually, the place that I actually live at now, it was like a summer job. Uh, they would play country like on like in like the shed in like the garage where they would work on stuff. There was a couple slaps that I, I never like got the names to them, but there were like a couple country slaps that I actually like really dig, but I never got the names or who wrote them or anything. Um, I wish I had Shazam back then <laughs> so I could actually Shazam those. But like, it's just, 
it's just not for me like the entire like genre just isn't for me but i i do listen to like other stuff from like electronic uh, i do metal rock you know japanese yeah, I funk i don't go i don't go into metal but japanese funk is very amazing it's a great genre i i used to really hate pop music but after as i've gotten older and realized how childish that was and there's nothing wrong with enjoying some pop slap been a very big fan of certain pop music that's not my number one genre obviously but Mm-hmm. There are a lot of great, there's a lot of great pop music out there. And it's definitely a sign of the times. It's kind of weird how mine kind of grew. Cause I grew up listening to rap and then somewhere in between that, I went to electronic and dubstep that back when dubstep was actually like popular. Yeah. Remember that we're old as hell. I went to dubstep and then I went to rock during my edgy phase and then that's when i went to rock and metal and then i went back to like rap during like uh high school see i didn't grow up listening to rap because my parents didn't play around me they would see growing up my main genre of music i listened to was like 80s and 90s r&b and then some like 70s soul that's what my parents played as i was growing up in the car I didn't discover rap until like sixth grade. Obviously, I knew it existed, but I wasn't about to listen to it with my parents. So I had to sneak and listen to rap albums. And now that's like my number one genre, along with, you know, R&B. I really like a lot of the old R&B stuff. I like a decent amount of the new stuff. And then since then, I've just branched out into so many different genres that I can't, you know, pinpoint particular genres that I enjoy more than the other. I kid you not. As much rap as I listen to, I listen to every single subgenre of rap for the most part, whether it's like super lyrical or like the pop rap stuff or the quote unquote mumble rap stuff as the old heads like say, I'll listen to all of that. But the first rap album I ever listened to, I kid you not, was Flocka Valley by Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka, Waka Flocka, yay! <laughs> Flocka Valley, and I'm gonna make the argument that Flocka Valley is a classic album. I don't care what anybody says. Absolutely. Flocka Valley is a classic album. I go album. hard in the paint. <laughs> Just because I always remember Yo, it as my first rap album. It goes hard. Like, I don't care what anybody says. That that goes hard. Slaps. Slaps. Flocka Flocka did not miss on Flocka Valley. It's funny that you say that because, like, R&B has, I feel like R&B is kind of like that universal. I feel like that's a universal genre that everybody can, like, get into, like, regardless of what you listen to. Um uh, like my mom, of course, always used to play, you know, R&B and stuff like that. But the thing about that is that like even like the R&B that she used to play, like I love it. I still like it because she my mom loves her some Mary J. Blige. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you, she loves her some Mary J. Blige to the point where I started loving Mary J. Blige. And I would just look up her old music on my own. I didn't even need her to play it in the car. But then one of the other artists my mom always used to listen to, um, R. Kelly, and we don't play that in this house anymore. So <laughs> never we can't we can't play that in this house anymore. So it's a shame because he uh, uh, all, all shit aside, he had slaps like he had slaps. <laughs> it sucks when terrible people are great artists. That's the most annoying thing. It, it does and so we can't play that man in this house but we still we still we still turn it up to some mary J. don't worry about it 
Yes, sir. Shout out Mary J. Blige, man. Shout out Mary J. Blige. But uh, yeah, th- that's just kind of our predictions for a few of the categories that we'll probably be, be probably be paying attention to the most. There are other categories that I could probably go into just a little bit, but just for time purposes, we won't go into like uh, for the pop solo performance. I think Billy is probably going to win very much deserved Billy or Harry Styles with watermelon sugar, which I wouldn't be mad at either. Um, mm-hmm. Pop vocal album. I wouldn't be upset if Fine Line won. I still need to listen to Dua Lipa. Have not listened to the Lady Gaga album. Have not listened to Changes by Bieber, except for a few songs. Have not listened to Folklore. So if Fine Line won, I would not be upset. Uh, Dance Electronic. I still need to listen to the Disclosure album. I've been, I've been meaning to listen to it because I know Mick Jenkins is on there and Mick Jenkins is one of my favorite I, I listened so. to the 10% album. Or, yeah, uh, I listened to the 10% uh, recording, and it's actually really dope. But this is the thing with Kate Trinata. I, I didn't know, know who Kate Trinata was, but, like, apparently I've heard, like, a couple songs. Because I was, I've like, heard, like, yeah. A couple songs. I was, like, yeah, bro, did you see Kate Trinata got nominated for Best Electronic Album? You were, like, who? I was, like, what you mean, who? No, but, because... Cause I listened to um, what's it uh Bubba, um, I listened to Bubba it, like, but I didn't know that it was like Katrinata. I was just listening to like a playlist, and I was hearing songs off of Bubba, and I was liking them, but I didn't know it was like Katrinata. So I apologize. I owe Katrinata. That's terrible. <laughs> An apology. Shout out to Katrinata, man. We didn't uh, we didn't forget about you. Just to kind of wrap up the conversation. Do the do does really any award show matters? The, the AMAs, MTV, BET, People's Choice. How do you feel? I have my perspective on it. But so how do me you feel? Personally, I me personally, I do like I, I, I like award shows. Uh, there's I don't think there's like anything with awarding artists who deserve, you know, who make good music, good projects good products you know I'm I don't I have anything wrong with giving them an award um I but my thing is is that the Grammys has just been getting it wrong so many times should we start looking at these other award shows like they should like matter more because obviously I thought the AMAs were I thought the AMAs was all right yeah, um, I think the I AMAs think, are decent. I think MTV I think pretty important I think MTV does it decent. Um, BET is low-key kind of up in the air. It kind of swivels with, like, how it does its stuff. Yeah, sometimes BET does really well. And then just just other years, (laughs) yeah, I I don't know. It's like a mix. But, yeah, I like – there's nothing wrong with award shows. I think we should have them. I think there should be different ones. Um, yeah, I think a lot of artists deserve recognition if they put out good bodies of work and just good work in general. I, I do want to turn my direction to like the People's Choice because there is a People's Choice Award and that's yeah. supposedly by us. So like, I don't see anything wrong with that. But it, my thing is, I feel like we should know the system. Like, I feel like we if we are going to hold these awards in high regard, 
they have to give us a reason and that reason has to be well okay these are the people who are doing the nominations these are the people listening to the music the albums the records um and these are qualified they need to encourage us they need to make us believe that these people who are doing this actually deserve to be doing this that these are qualified music geniuses who actually one listen to music and then two just don't define artists by one thing that they do this year and then just put them in a certain type of box exactly that's how i think because you know when you when a bunch of people have problem with something whether that be with the grammys or whether that be their favorite trash video game or their favorite sports team a lot of the fans would make better decisions than the people in power i know for a fact if my teams are trash during a certain period if the colts are trash for a certain period or the paces are trash for a certain period of time i can and i know a lot of other fans would make better moves than the actual management does. And I feel like that applies as well with the Grammys. I feel like the fans, we're the people who are listening to the music. We're the people who are listening to this consistently. So we're the, we're the people who sees how it can impact culture as a whole. So I think that we should definitely have more input when it comes to these things. And I feel like we should you know, know who picks these nominees or whatever, because Sometimes they just don't know what they're doing. And I feel the like a lot of people that, feel like that. The fact that there was a whole thing. And of course, granted, it's Twitter. And Twitter blows up about like anything and everything. But granted that there's a universal consensus that After Hours deserves recognition on the Grammy nominations. Whether that be for Song of the Year, Album of the Year, whatever ever you have it the fact that there's a universal consensus that it deserved to be on it and it's not on it at all i think that it was a huge red flag i think people are going to start looking at the grammys differently probably moving forward i think if there isn't something done about the grammys like if they don't change things if they don't disclose things uh regarding it i feel like what uh, Drake said about an, a new uh, award show that could perhaps be more prestigious than the Grammys. It may be in the works. It may be on the rise. I don't know. I guess we'll, time will tell. We'll have to see. Big facts, my God, big facts. But I think that's going to do it for this episode, man. Hopefully they get it together next year. They can it's not like they can't bounce back but there are better years than others and this year was just not one of the plainest whack whack so i streamed after hours the entire day i did too, like two days two days in a row <laughs> after that I did, I did too low key but let's go ahead and get into these album recommendations man you had an album at first and then you changed it to a project that i really right. enjoy as well uh, all so. right so uh yeah i did have a project um at first um i'm not going to disclose what it was because i might use it uh for future reference but um it was it was an album that basically wasn't like 
usually an album that I would recommend because I feel like we usually recommend like either rap, hip hop, or gen, just like either some other. Um, mine was like an alternative rock album and stuff like that. But uh, I changed it uh, as we before we uh, hopped on this to um, meet the woo uh, two, <laughs> meet yes, the woo sir. volume two. Pop smoke. Shout out big whoop. Um, um, I changed it to meet the woo too. Uh, I don't know what it was that possessed me today, but when I got home from work, um, one, I was tired, but then two, I don't know what it was, but I just could not stop listening to <laughs> Invincible by <laughs> Pop Smoke. <laughs> this man, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I was possessed or something, but like I just could not stop listening to uh, "Invincible" by Pop Smoke. And See, then, of the course, about- one of my favorite songs uh, on "Meet the Woo" too is uh, "Shake the Room" featuring Quavo, <laughs> and that's the next track. So I was, I was zoning out, bro. See, was- the thing about Pop Smoke, like his music is so infectious, bro. It is. It's- it has its. It has its own vibe. Like I don't understand. I will always say this about Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke would have been New York's chief Keith, and in a way, he still is, in the way that he popularized a certain subgenre of hip hop. Chief Keith popularized Chicago drill. Pop Smoke would have done the same thing for New York drill. In a way, he still did, even though he's he's not here. Absolutely, um, just the this. He he was on his own wave, like he was on his own wavelength, and I think that. He's like he's impacted like a lot of that sound at New York Drill and just he's done so much for like even like after his past and like he's impacted the culture like I feel like like so much and just like Meet the Woo too. Bro, I I feel invincible, bro. (laughs) Bro, It's a hundred niggas in the spot. (laughs) Uh, Bro. And that was one of my things about uh, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. I wish there was a little bit more New York drill on it, but I still really like that album. It was a really yeah. good posthumous album for, you know, 50 Cent did a great job handling the uh, rest of the production after he passed away. My album recommendation is in the holiday spirit. We got a Charlie Brown Christmas by the Vince Garaldi Trio. This man is serious. I'm very serious because that's I tragic. Love I bro, love it's, this time of year. it's November 30th, bro. You like you couldn't even by the make time it this December. comes out, though, it'll be December 2nd. It won't even be like around Christmas. It doesn't matter. The Christmas season starts for me on November 1st, bro. Bro, what you need to chill, bro. The Christmas season for me starts on December 1st or November 1st, and a Charlie Brown Christmas has been a big part of me growing up. You know, I used to watch it every year, and I still do, just to kind of recreate that feeling. But this is a great soundtrack. I got it on vinyl a couple of years ago. It's an amazing red vinyl that I like to play around this time. And it's very nostalgic. I have a lot of memories with this soundtrack and the Christmas special as a whole. You know, watching it on Christmas night, I think, or Christmas Eve even, is amazing. It never gets old. I don't think it'll ever get old. My future kids... We'll be watching it with me. It's a classic. You can just listen to it without even the context of the show. Just put it on in the background while you're working or something, bro. Bro, you couldn't even get to Hanukkah first? 
Hanukkah is a part of the, the season. It's the holiday season. Bruh. Hanukkah, Hanukkah, light the menorah. I don't celebrate Hanukkah. <laughs> shout out to my people who do, man. Shout out to my people who celebrate Hanukkah. Shout out to the people who celebrate Kwanzaa. Shout out to the people who don't celebrate anything at all. But Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Shout out to my Canadians. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's going that's going to wrap it up. Yes, sir. So if you haven't already, please follow us on social media at C underscore Henry 12. You can follow me out wherever. Uh, it's just Vante. It's underscore just underscore Vante. And we will get out of here. So we really appreciate you for the listen. If you made it to the end and we will see you next week.